The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Welcome, welcome. Yes, this is the Stop Stopping Yourself show, and I am your host, Vincent Jenna, live back in Raleigh, North Carolina. Well, what an exciting week I have had, and starting last week doing the Unity show with Kelly Walden Sullivan out in California at her house, high atop a mountain in Topanga Canyon. And if you've ever had a chance to drive up there, it's absolutely gorgeous for anybody who is not fearful of heights. You go along these roads that are basically winding around the mountains, right? And you look straight down on the side of the road and it goes way down deep into the canyon. Uh, But the view is beautiful. Um, And up on her mountain, a nice secluded, wonderful place right below Topanga Canyon Park, which is magnificent. So we had a great time. I hope you all had a great time. Uh, really getting the the messages from your dreams and opening up your intuitive awareness. And you can get incredible insight and guidance. And basically, that's what this show is all about. The Stop Stopping Yourself show is helping you to unblock everything. Those resistances, uh, those self-sabotaging beliefs and behaviors that you don't always know are even there. Uh, So uh, we try to dive in and give you all the tools that you need. Every one of these shows here on Unity Radio are spectacular that way. And I've got some great shows coming up, but um, I I just want to go over my fabulous week. So after I had uh, that incredible uh, two hours of radio with Kelly and myself, um, and then Kathleen O'Keefe joined us and Nancy. Nancy joined us, and it was just a blast. So much energy up there, you know, with all of us together. It was amazing. Um, And then right after that, I wound up doing some other very exciting things. Uh, um, Kelly and her husband, Dana, and I filmed an Australian television show, um, The Hamish an Andy show, which was so much fun. We had a songwriting contest for Hamish's cat. And I was to communicate with the cat. Um, Meowbert was the cat's name, okay? Like Meow and Albert. And you combine it together and it's Meowbert. So we had a spectacular time. Um, so that's going to be a very special show out in Australia Um, When that time comes, Um, then after that, I had some wonderful podcast. I did a podcast with uh, Franny Nicole, Franny Nicole, um, very uh, well known in her industry and really establishing a wonderful podcast and very spiritual and on a spiritual nature. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, But yet the greatest experience (laughs) 
I had, besides doing the Australian TV show and besides doing the Unity Hour, was I was invited to be on the Logan Paul Impulsive, Impaul, P-A-U-L-Siv, podcast and vlog. Okay, so what is so special about uh, Logan Paul? Well, Logan Paul is a 24-year-old guy um, who has one of the largest podcasts in the world. He has 19 million subscribers. Um, He has a co-host with him, Spencer and Mike, and they were spectacular, and they invited me on so that I can tour the house, and which was a, an incredible house, a seven-bedroom house with five guys living in it, five bachelors living in this beautiful home. And they wanted me to to sense everything that was going on in the home. Uh, and then they invited me to do a complete reading on Logan and the guys. And we did that for 90 minutes. And uh, if you want to hear and see, actually, because it's a YouTube video, they film it. So that's a lot of fun. Um, a little adult content there. So um, I wouldn't necessarily let the little ones watch it, though Logan is extremely popular with the kids. And my own nine and 12 year old grandsons watch the dang thing. Dad filters out a bunch for the nine year old. But when they found out that I was going to be on the Logan Paul show, they went crazy bananas. Grandpa's going to be on Logan Paul. And they told everybody in school and nobody believed them until I sent a picture of me and Logan. And uh, they had dad printed out and they went to school and they showed it to all their friends. See, and even their parents watched it. It was crazy, crazy experience. And one of the reasons why it's 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 so absurd is is they do absurd things. If if anybody has ever seen the reality show The Jackass, uh, basically uh, that guy was also a guest, one of the first guests on Logan's show. Um, that's the kind of things that they do is absurd things. Uh, I don't think as crazy. Um, as the jackass did, but but crazy things, crazy things. So, of course, the kids like that, and they say things like, did you fart today? You know, uh, and and 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds, as well as some 35-year-olds that I know, uh, really laugh at that stuff, right? So we became so popular. But what was great, and this is what everybody, this is the reason why I'm sharing this, okay? When you walk your path, And when you live in your light and walk your talk, okay, that's what I'm talking about. Amazing things happen. The universe guides you to where you need to be. All right. It is said God helps those who help themselves. Uh, That wasn't meant to say, okay, you do one good thing and then I'll help you and do one good thing for you. Then you do another good thing and then I'll do another good thing for you. That's not the way it works, okay? The God source, spirit source power is on 24-7. And the moment you start stepping into the light of that, things begin to happen all by themselves in the way they're supposed to happen. You manifest. That's what part of manifesting is all about. But then things unfold by themselves. You wind up being directed where you're meant to go. And for some reason, I was absolutely meant to be directed to Logan Paul. 
being a young guy, he really is a great guy. He has a, a wonderful spiritual core, and so do all of them. But of course, he's playing for fame. He's playing for um, success and making money, right, without realizing that he can have both. He can actually impact people and do incredible things and be inspirational for the young people who are watching him. And there's so many. I mean, I, I received hundreds and hundreds of emails and comments. And within a couple of days, almost 10,000 people viewed that podcast. And I don't even know what it's up to now, but I know it's thousands of people. And that was the, the YouTube portion that you will see on my website is only a part of his viewers. The vlog is where he has 19 million and it hasn't been posted up there yet. I can't imagine how many people are going to be seeing this. So in giving the reading to this guy who desperately needed to hear he's more than what he's playing up to be, his own producers are trying to get him to understand that so that he can show more of his true identity to people and start traveling around the country and start doing tours and things like that, right? And so I got on there and spoke my words that I normally speak here on Unity Radio. Um, it was a, a great Unity Radio show, even though I was on the Logan Paul show. And it touched a lot of people. The comments that I was receiving was about how everything you said resonated with me. It made me think. It made him think we're, we're closer now. Uh, we chat back and forth privately, which is great. Um, he's really thinking about a lot of the things that I said. And so universe put me in that situation so that the words and the light can be shown, can be revealed, um, can be out there in, in the world, because that's what we need, right? We need good words. If you turn on the news every single day, all you hear are the negative words, the terrible words, the terrible things that are happening, the terrible ideas, um, the hatred going back and forth um, in the subtext and the context of everything that's being said, right? You need to hear the positive words to wake you up. You need to, to stay in the positive light, right? And so that's what I wound up doing, and it was very exciting for me to have done that. Um, so I'm thrilled about that. So if you get a chance, go to my website at vincentjenna.com and go to the media page, and it's right at the top. You'll see it. Um, Logan Paul um, is superhuman. He titles it the superhuman psychic um, who tells Logan what happened in Japan. And, and uh, that was a, a terrible occurrence that, that Logan put himself through and he needed to learn from. So it's all on there, and it's I'm, I'm really thrilled and proud of what came out. And, of course, always better things. I wasn't on there to impress anybody as a psychic, though I did use my psychic and mediumship abilities to reach him. And, and I said a few things here and there uh, to gain that open door and credibility, especially before the show. There was definitely some very specific and evidential stuff that came out just to put everybody at ease and trust me. Um, and then it went uh, uphill from that point on. It was fabulous. Um, so that was, that was that portion. And then I was so fortunate that uh, one day, and I, I believe I may have shared this before, that ABC, uh, local ABC journalist, 
calls me up and says that uh, they want to do a human interest piece on me. And uh, it's like a human interest piece on me. Who am I? They found me. They found the type of work that I do and, and the things that I say. And they were all excited and wanted to create a piece that they can present. So they put it up online, but then all the ABC affiliates throughout the country are picking it up and they're going to be airing it. And I have no idea. So all of you listeners out there, if you happen to see it on TV, I know you'll see it on the Internet. But if you see it on TV at all in your area, just drop me a line and let me know. Um, write me at info at vincentjenna.com or believe at vincentjenna.com and let me know that you saw it because that would be really exciting you know somebody in kansas city out there or uh you know watching abc their network and their news it usually will come on um during their news at some point okay that's um that's unfortunate even though i have that turned off okay see there we go somebody has contacted me right now that they just saw it on tv wow that is spectacular okay um but they'll have to just go and leave a message for me all right uh so if you do just let me know that'll be very special so i was excited about that and that's also on my website right next to the logan paul um you'll see a little box with my head in it and uh, if you scroll, you'll see the whole picture and, and you can get to, to read that. What, and, and the point is live your light, live your light, live your words, and don't be afraid to put them out there. You know, you'll always have the opportunity. If you're walking in your light, believe me, universe is going to use you. You know, I have so many people that take my classes all the time, um, especially the psychic and mediumship classes. And a lot of them turn around and they say, well, I'm just taking this class from me. You know, I want to learn how to be a psychic just for my own purpose. You know, maybe I'll do my own readings and get some guidance here and there. Or maybe I'll tap in and talk with mom or my, you know, my brother who's on the other side. I get that all the time from um, new participants, right? And I turn around and I say, well, that's your intention. I can tell you right now that universe has another intention for you. Otherwise, you would not be here. You would not be taking this class. And it's, it's so true all the time. People are taking the class for whatever purpose they are. And then they find themselves in a position where somebody randomly asks them or starts a conversation about, gee, I, you know, I just lost my mom and gosh, I wish I knew somebody who can communicate with her and just to find out if she's doing okay, you know, and the person goes, well, I've actually taken the class in psychic mediumship and maybe I can try. And then they become a help and make a connection. And it, and it doesn't matter what it is that you're doing. You can be a, a you know, taking care of animals and um, an animal advocate. And all of a sudden somebody mentions something to you and you're in a position to help an animal. Um, so walk in your light. That is the whole purpose of all of this is not just to advance yourself, but so that the universe can use you. Um, to help advance the universe and to help advance this world. I mean, the only way to heal the world is through the individuals. Really, it's not through the government. It's not even through a new organization. And it's fabulous that we have all these wonderful organizations out there helping. 
but it is through you, the individual. And if you do not believe that you have an effect on this world, then you're hiding under a rock, okay? I don't know what you believe then. In the course of one person's lifetime, they affect and can affect up to millions, if not billions of people. How so? I mean, all you have to do is treat one person right or one person wrong, and then that person treats a person wrong, and then that person treats a person wrong, and all the way down the line, and like I've said before, you could either stop a person from committing suicide, blowing up the world, causing a war, or saving Okay, or saving people. And if more of us had that understanding and attitude, we'd certainly be walking towards the light a lot more, a lot more. Right. And so I always try to present things that are going to help you understand and understand yourself. Um, Like, for example, the whole reasoning for me talking about the metaphysical messages of the Bible. That's what um, today's program I'm going to be getting into for sure. Um, After receiving numerous requests um, I'm, I use all my experience. I've minored in religion. I studied that Bible. I really wanted to metaphysically and physically um, did so much research so that I can really understand the metaphysical translations of the Bible stories. And, and I'm, I'm telling you, most people do not know what the message really is. They, If you are um, into the Bible, they like to quote it a lot. Um, they see the stories a lot about the individuals and the prophets, but they don't necessarily get to apply any of it towards themselves, which is why the whole Bible was written. So we're going to discuss that today. Um, I did want to say that on uh, next week, next week is going to be fun. Okay, I've talked about this before and I mentioned it briefly, but we're going to go into the whole thing. What the heck does the song Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen really mean? Hallelujah. That was taken and then done by several different artists, but Leonard Cohen is the one who wrote it, okay? Um, But then, like I said, a couple of other artists used it to become um, known with, so it became a a well-known song, a beautiful song, and I just hear it played at the most inappropriate places because of the meaning of the song. You know, a song is more than its melody and and the music. It's the lyrics and the meaning that go with it right? It, it, you just can't play a song and and um, use it for something um, like a glorious wedding if it's all about death and dying and hypocrisy and anything like that. And I'm not saying that hallelujah is all about that, but I'm telling you right now, it is not, it does not mean what people think it means. Okay. Um, and, and we're going to go into that and have fun with that next week. I really talk about that and even other songs that have metaphysical meaning that people are misunderstanding. On June 19th, the entire hour, again, is going to be dedicated to you, the listener. Um, even though you're always invited to call in every week and any week with a question, a concern, a comment, 
um, you're, you're more than welcome to. On the 19th, I'm devoting the entire hour to readings for people. All the callers, I usually get a, a, a the phone lines go off the hook then. I'll make medium connections with deceased loved ones. I will give you uh, psychic answers to your questions. You'll want to come on and call in early, so that way you can be at the top of the list. Um, and it's well, I work my way through, so... Please join me on the 19th. And then on the 26th, I have a very special guest that I befriended while I was doing the Logan Paul podcast. And it's uh, Dylan Landon, who is one of his producers. Um, how did he get as a young guy? He's so um, unbelievably spiritual. He attends the Agape, Agape Center in California all the time. He, he's, he's definitely walking a spiritual path. And so we're going to talk about his involvement with the show and all that he's done already on the show. So um, you'll you want to join us then on the 26th. So Let's let's talk about some of the Bible stories. And and if you have a special one, I asked everybody to do this. I, I received a couple of messages. Um, if you have a specific one that you really enjoy or is meaningful to you, um, call in, okay? Somebody had written in already about the the parable, the story. Um uh, the prodigal son, okay, the prodigal son. And the person was frustrated because no matter who she asked to interpret, no matter what minister that she asked to interpret, and I hope you're listening, I hope you're listening today, um, she never got a satisfactory answer that resonated with her, all right, about this the story of the prodigal son. Now, Understand one thing about every single story in the Bible. They're all about us, and every character is a part of us. It's not about outside characters. It's not even about outside forces so much. It is about us. It is about us, right? And... um, So let me go into that. For those of you who don't know the story, it's a simple one, and I'm going to paraphrase the entire thing, okay? It's about a a father who has land and a farm, um, and he's quite wealthy, okay? So he's not struggling, but he's a really good man, always lived a good life, and he has two sons uh, that are of, of adult age now, and they both work on the farm. And, and they had approached him one day and said, Father, you know, instead of waiting for you to die before we wind up receiving um, any, any of your legacy here and any of your money, would you think and consider about sharing it with us now? And the father said, you know what? That's a really good idea. So he split his money in two and he gave half of it to one son and he gave half of it to another son. Okay. So one of the sons that received the money, I believe it's the older son. He decided to continue what he was doing and stay there and just put his money away for his future. And he continued to work on the farm very loyally and very responsibly. 
The other son, on the other hand, well, he just was as, as happy as a pig in mud, okay? He just took that money and went off, and he lived the life that, that, that everybody does when they get their hands on something worthwhile that they're not used to. And he partied all over the place, and he bought good clothes. I don't know. Maybe he went to Gucci, and he had some designer chic clothes meant out there, made out there for him. You know, whatever they did back in those days to spend a lot of money Certainly, they didn't have as many things that they did today, but he used it. He used it on women, you know, um, and partying. And so he made a whole bunch of false friends and things like that. Right. And of course, what winds up happening with, you know, that lasts for only a certain amount of time. And of course, then he drained all the money that he was given. Um, and he also, because of all the drinking and all the bad habits he had, he really fell into dire straits and crisis, right? And and was feeling terrible. He was experiencing the 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 lowest of human experience. Then you know, then nobody, and then all the friends that he had made with the money he had, nobody wanted to come around him again because you know those are fair weathered friends. We can uh, attract friends that are only with us for their own purpose, not because of us. And as long as we have something good to offer them, they're around us, right? We've experienced that, right? So so he's downtrodden and the other son is back at home and he's doing fine. But the father is worried because the second son went off. He hasn't seen him. I don't know. It was a few years, maybe. It took him to go through all of the money, maybe just one year. The father was all worried and concerned. He didn't know what to do and he couldn't do anything, right? So then one day, the, the, the downtrodden son said, you know, all the people who work on my father's farm, they get paid well, and they get money for food, and they get fed well, and they have a house put over them, a roof put over them for them to say, stay and, say, and be safe, and I'm even less than them right now. So I will go back to my father's house and ask if he would at least hire me then as as one of the helpers so that I could do this. All right, we're going to hold the thought right there. We've come to a commercial break. So hold that thought with the son going back to his father. And we're going to see what happens if you don't know the story and the meaning of all of this on the other side of the commercial. So stay with me on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. It's getting exciting. Call in at 816-251-3555 if you have any questions. And I'll see you in just a moment. This is Vincent Jenner, your host. And thank you for joining me today. Stay with us. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, celebrating Pride Month with the LGBTQ community. Unity Online Radio is bringing the message of unity to thousands of spiritual seekers around the world. If you enjoy our programming, we invite you to support it by visiting unityonlineradio.org and clicking on Donate Now. 
Help us continue to provide inspiring content to everyone. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Wisdom Moment with Eric Butterworth. How much time is enough time? Ever thought about that? How much time is enough time? Time is not a quantity. It cannot really be measured. Oh, you say, but it can. I have a watch, but the watch is synthetic. There's no way to really measure time because time is a depth. It's an allness. You may say, but I only have an hour. I only have a day. And so all you do is admit to yourself and to others that you've encased yourself in a shell. And this time frame will always frustrate your creative flow. And time for you will be a matter of the clock ticking on, but it's only where you are in consciousness. So it's time to slow down, to look up, to get a sense of the eternal. And this basically is the purpose of prayer. To hear more talks from Eric Butterworth, visit truthunity.net. Know Yourself as Divine, Stations of the Cosmic Christ. A new book from Matthew Fox and Bishop Mark Andrus introduce a spiritual practice designed to help you realize the divine within. Combining prayer and an interpretation of the Stations of the Cross, featuring beautiful imagery, you will be led on a process of transformation. This book will help you discover the most caring, courageous, and compassionate parts of yourself. Get your copy today at Amazon.com or Unity.org shop. Unity teaches that all people are created with sacred worth and that no one exists outside the heart of God. The Unity message is free from discrimination, and we believe that love is the strongest power that exists no matter who you choose to love. Always and especially during this month of Pride, Unity stands with our LGBTQ family as we honor the strength of diversity in our spiritual community. If you'd like more information, visit unity.org LGBTQ. Liz Dawn, CEO of Celebrate Your Life, has been presenting live events with some of the world's leading spiritual teachers for over 23 years. Liz is sharing some of these classic lectures every Monday at 10 a.m. Central on the Celebrate Your Life Hour. Join Liz as she shares memories of working with people like Dr. Wayne Dyer, Caroline Mace, Denise Lynn, and many others. These talks have never been heard on the air before. Listen exclusively on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Okay, we're back on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I am Vincent Jenna, and we were talking about the metaphysical meaning of the Bible Bible stories, and right now we're on the story of the prodigal son. So, so we left off where the prodigal son was deciding to return home, and um, he gets back to his father's place. Uh, as soon as his father sees him, um, he's all excited. He calls over his son, who's been there the entire time. He said, "Go kill the fatted calf. Your brother is home. We got a party, and and the father throws this big giant party." And, and uh, the son is asking for forgiveness and asking his father to hire him um, as, as just one of the helpers. And his father says, no, you're home. You don't need to do that. I'm just thrilled that you've come back here where you belong. Just take, take up your place as my son 
um, back on the farm again, and um, and now you'll be with us forever. And um, meanwhile, the older son who stayed on the farm, kind of getting upset, comes back to his dad and says, I've stayed here the entire time and you have yet to throw a party for me. Our My brother goes and he squanders off all of your money and he gets involved in in um, drinking and, and wrong women and partying and stuff like that. And he comes back and you kill the, the best cow that we have um, in order to celebrate. I don't get it. And he says, well, oh, you, you've got to understand this. Your, fa- your son was, like, listen to me, your brother was once dead and now he's alive again. And that is cause for celebration. He was once lost and now he is found, okay? And, and that was his explanation. Okay, so what the heck does that mean? And also those words are used in, in the uh, song Amazing Grace, for the exact same reason. Um, and actually, the, the songwriter, the composer of Amazing Grace, lived this story completely. So you see, each of us have the capacity of being the loyal son, the son that goes off and squanders, as well as the father, the part of us that is is basically has all the riches and the wealth, the God within us, our higher self. That represents the father in the story. Um, the loyal, logical, rational side of us is represented by the son, the older son who stays. The other side of us that the, Freud called it the um, id, the id that likes instantaneous gratification, that's the other son that's represented in the story, Uh, the part that is capable of just running off and enjoying ourselves. So here we have a couple of the same stories here, Um, the id, the superego, and then the ego that that, uh, interprets each one and makes the choice as to which way to go with the superego or the id. All right, the good son, the son that takes off. So that part is pretty consistent. We are capable of getting over-involved and indulged in the physicalities of the world, the money, the, you know, the partying, the, the, the alcohol, the feelings, right, the sex. All of that we can get over-involved in because it gives us a sense of, of, of satisfaction, um, um, immediate immediate satisfaction right we like that we're moved towards that if something makes us feel really good right now we we like that better than having to wait for something that's good Um, in all of our manifesting in the law of attraction there we we come up with the concept of in perfect timing. Everything is in perfect timing, right? Not everything happens instantaneously. Sometimes you have to work towards something. We understand that just in our in our regular world without the law of attraction is working towards something. So there is a benefit of learning how to grow, learning how to appreciate. So that way, when we do create something, when we do hit a dream of ours, we can appreciate it and possibly use it the right way and live in it the right way. Okay. Rather than something that comes so fast to us, 
um, we have the capacity to squander it, to go through it so quickly and not appreciate it and always look for more rather than appreciate what we already have. So, so we've got both parts of the suns in us, within us, our capacity. But here is the confusing part for most people. I mean, it's, it can be pretty obvious what the story means until the good son comes back at his father angry. What's that all about? He turns around and he says, I've been here all the time. I've been fine. I've been doing great. And yet it's for him that you want me to kill the, cat, uh, the fatted calf and, and have a party, right? Have a party for him and, and with all the wrong that he's done. What, what is this? Now, I'm going to ask you in your own lives right now, all of you who are walking the path, all of you who are at least trying, who are, who are following spiritual concepts, who come to and listen to the radio show or read books, go to lectures, go to a spiritual center, go to a unity center, right? Or even a science of mind center because you want to follow that path. And yet you look around you and you see some other people who aren't necessarily good, who aren't necessarily living the right life, and yet they seem, they appear um, to be receiving wealth and riches. And then even when you understand, well, well, wait a minute, you know, um, they're really not living a good life, but they still get welcomed back into the kingdom of heaven, right? They still can come instantaneously back to God, totally um, without the concept of forgiveness in place, like God just accepts them. They can reconnect with their higher selves at any time um, and 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 then live a life of, of fullness. There is a part of us that resents or can resent that, that can be frustrated with that. Hey, wait a minute. I've been loyal to you. I've been by your side the entire time. He's gone astray or she's gone astray, and yet you welcome him back. It's okay for them to get back in. It doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right. A matter of fact, because that that's part of the brother is is so ingrained in us, even some of our religions, even some of our religions, Christianity, for example, has created a means of still punishing the person who's gone astray. Right. We say um, you can end up. If you commit a venial sin, you can end up in purgatory. You can't get into heaven right away. Or you can end up in hell if it's a mortal sin. You can't get into heaven right away. So we've even created ways of punitive um, affect of of hurting somebody. Um, All these thoughts are coming in at one time and I'm just organizing them because we don't like the idea of somebody is all of a sudden able to go, um, okay, I see the light. Um, I want to be back with my father. Uh, yes, I believe. And I'm on the path now and they're in goodness. And now everything wonderful is happening to them. We don't like that. A lot of people don't like that. Okay. Um, even our judicial system is about uh, punishing people who have done wrong, right? It's an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. That is the hardest concept to get out of us. So in this parable, 
the older brother, it is recognizing that we have that within us. We have within us, instead of being joyful that any of our brothers and sisters have returned and seen the light, we we don't always go there. Okay, we do go to a place of, "Eh, wait a minute, this doesn't seem fair. Right. And we have to remember that. And we have to remember that. Wait, there is a difference between suffering and dying when you die emotionally, when you are completely separated from the God source. Okay, you are dead. Really, you're walking as a zombie in life. Um, You're not capable of manifesting. You're just creating circumstances for yourself that um, that are teasing, uh, make you feel like you've got something, but then there's nothing of of sustenance there, and you feel that, and you feel the lack, and you feel unfulfillment, so you feel kind of dead inside. All right, there's nothing worse than that feeling. So, so to come back from that feeling, which we all have, to take a step in the right direction, finally, after experiencing all of that, is a miracle in itself and a wonderment and should be accepted. You, that's the greatest thing about um, any of this, which is what the story says. You can become the worst person in one breath and then the best person in the next breath if you choose to do so. That is the the miracle of grace and mercy, okay? Um, Even in the song Amazing Grace, right? Um, That I was once lost and now I'm found. Any of that, that's what the grace is about and mercy of, of spirit is about, the ability to be able to change overnight, the ability to be able to do that. So that is glorious. That is cause for celebration. Um, and it's cause for celebration for all of us because when one of our brothers and sisters are out of that heavenly realm of out of and disconnected, they're disconnected from everything, they're disconnected even from us. And so we lose a family member. Okay, so so that brother, the older brother who stayed around, that part of us should enjoy the fact and should want to celebrate and should turn and say, listen, I didn't have to be separate from my father. Um, And my 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 younger brother over here had to go through all of that to understand what he really had. Yes, let's celebrate. I'm not losing anything. I don't need to be pat on the back for all the right things and the higher choices I am making for myself. The joys of what I am, the security of my home, the security of my finances, the security of my well-being is gift enough. Right. We have to remember that and not go to the place of resentment, frustration that I don't have everything that I deserve. Right. Because um, we're all growing. We're all growing in this together. And there really is nothing for us to all have to achieve except understanding who we are as magnificent and divine beings. So that is the whole story, the whole part of it that every character in it's that higher self that will always welcome us back and even 
be gentle with that part of us that may be resentful, the good side of us, when we are making higher choices and we get frustrated with those making lower choices. Look at that today. You know, look at even in our own country with what's going on. You know, there's so many even of the good people that can become so frustrated and so angry at what our brothers and sisters are doing and capable of doing. But they are so hurt. They're so lost. They're dead. They're dead already. They're walking around already dead. That's the other reason why it's so easy for any of them who who uh, commit a perpetration against another human. Then they turn around and they wind up killing themselves. They're dead already. The suicide bombers, they were already dead inside, you know, so... Taking away the outer body doesn't mean anything to them. Can you imagine the amount of pain you have to be in in order to take those steps? So grace and mercy um, is, is vital. And like I said, this parable you can see in all different ways. Um, the gentleman who wrote, and I don't have his name, but the gentleman who wrote Amazing Grace was a um, sea captain for slaves, for slavery. Okay, and he would he was in England and he would sail to South Africa, pick up slaves all tied and chained down deep in the boat, paddling it right all chained up all on top of each other, you know, sweating and sick and starving. And he would transport them from South Africa to England where they would sell the slaves. And in one of his journeys, there would be a taskmaster under the ship. Um, who would be, you know, making them paddle together um, in unison. um, And they would moan. They would moan in their paddling. And in hearing the moan and the droning sound, the sea captain one day just basically zoned out listening to that. And, And... They never say, and he never said whether something actually spoke to him, but something woke up inside of him basically saying, what are you doing? What is it that you're doing here? What is it you're doing to your brother and sister? You know, is this a godly thing for you to be doing? And all of a sudden, out of the clear blue, he turns around and he turns the ship around. He turns the ship around right in the middle of their journey back to England. He turns the ship around, brings it back to South Africa, releases all of the slaves as his men and and those on the ship with him think he's going crazy. And he said, no, this is the right thing to do. He releases them. He sails alone back to England, not caring about any of the money that he's lost because he would sell them to the to the slave masters who would then sell them to the different people of England, right? The landowners. And so this guy, this captain, the sea captain goes back, he goes back home and he writes that song. Okay. That is amazing stuff. You know, when we can be touched like that, when we can reach rock bottom, like the prodigal son did, Right. He reached rock bottom and said, what am I doing? 
And and he didn't even think of the idea of, well, I'll go back to my father and maybe he'll give me some more money. No, he said, I don't deserve, I don't deserve to be treated any better than his his employees. So if if I at least become one of his employees, I know at least I can eat. Right. So he saw himself lowly. He he realized his ways. And it's in his going back that in that way and in, in that humble way that he realized um, and, and awakened, just like the sea captain who awakened when he was bringing the slaves to England. And then inspiration came to him instantaneously to write one of the most famous spiritual songs ever, right? Amazing Grace goes all the way back to the times of the slave salesmen and the slavery and and that time period of, of pain and suffering in that way. Can you just imagine that how that overtook him to write such a beautiful song that lasted so long? And so now you have the story that goes along with that song so you understand it. In your own life, there are metaphors and things going on and metaphysical messages for you with the way things turn out in your life. Examine them, look at them. And at the, those moments that you're looking at something and you think that it's actually negative, right? That it's going wrong. Um, look at it a little bit deeper and see, <clears throat> okay, Here's one of the things that I I really want to get across to everybody. Being spiritual, being involved in the metaphysical world and the new age world and the new thought world doesn't mean becoming blind and painting a pretty picture of everything. That is not what it's meant to do. That doesn't mean that, okay, there is a special message behind me being beat up right now. There is a special message um, that I am going to grow from, um, from watching these animals or children being abused. No, no, it's... Everything that happens in our world isn't about a special message. It is definitely about something that we've created and caused, okay? But I'm talking talking about some of the deep things that go on. Um, Jobs that you may have wanted that you never got, but then all of a sudden something better turns out. Um, A house that you wanted to buy that you couldn't. Right. And you got all upset about it because it didn't work out correctly. Well, what was the whole meaning behind that? What really caused that? What really was the message there for you to trust, to believe, to help you grow? Right. To help you get something even better. That's more of what I'm talking about. Um, there, there are meanings behind so many of the things that we do and everything of course happens for a reason. And sometimes the reason is that we're not making very good choices. Okay. So let's just get that out on the table. All right. Understand that. But other times things are happening for us. Okay. Not to us, for us. Hold on one second. So, um, 
If you even have something that has happened and you don't understand why it's gone on, call in even about that. Let's talk about that. Share that. You can share it anonymously or you can you can share it um, outright. Um, the number here is 816-251-3555. Give a call in. Let's talk about it. I'd rather you understand what's going on in your life rather than not understand it, okay? But yes, there it's it's uh, life is one big giant uh, metaphysical metaphorical meaning, and we don't always see the 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 clarity of it. We talked about I already talked about Adam and Eve, um, and even Jesus. So much of what Jesus said, and I you know that's really important to understand. Uh, for example, the Lord's Prayer. Okay, I got to do this off the top of my head because I I don't I have it written down somewhere where I I wrote it the the metaphysical meaning of the Lord's prayer. Okay, so we've got our Father who art in heaven, our Father who art in heaven. Now remember, Jesus said before he came out with this prayer that the kingdom of heaven is within you. Okay, and the confusing part is then all the words we have of him after he said that kept referring to a place and made it sound like it was a different place than here on this planet. But if he said the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God is within you, then every time he was talking about heaven and seated at the right hand of the father and that in heaven you will have all of this and that and this and that. He was talking about you here in the here and now and being connected to that part of you that is in heaven and how to create that heaven here and now. So the Lord's Prayer then is actually a prayer of connection, reconnection, to the heavenly part of you where that God and spirit reside. So our father who art in heaven and the heaven within me to the God that I am that resides within me in my greatest place. Hallowed be thy name. You're wonderful. That is wonderful. That is a beautiful, sacred part of me. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Your kingdom is here now. It came, right? It, he didn't say thy kingdom is coming. He said thy kingdom come. In other words, your kingdom has already come. As I acknowledge the God within me and I reconnect to you, then the, your kingdom of heaven is here and now. Thy will be done. I will give over my choices to my higher self because my higher self knows more and is in and has greatest wisdom. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. That's what's meant by thy will. On earth as it is in heaven. Okay. Now when he refers to earth and heaven and distinguishes that way, he's talking about the spiritual body and the physical body. The physical body on the earth and the spiritual body that the body, the physical body resides in. Um, Let the same things happen. Let the, the power 
and the might of my spiritual body take over my physical body. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So when I'm connected to my heavenly side, there is nothing but greatness that will happen. Okay. Give us this day our daily bread. Not talking about food because he already said man shall live, cannot live by bread alone. Well, what does that mean then? If he's talking about food in this prayer, he's talking about spiritual food. Give us this day our daily bread. As long as I'm connected to this God in heaven that resides in the heavenly place within me, feed me wisdom and insight, my daily bread. And forgive us, forgive us our debts. It wasn't uh, forgive us our trespasses. That word was changed later on in the Catholic Church to make it sound worse than what it really was, okay? What's a debt? Something we owe, okay? Forgive us. Let us let go of what we think we owe ourselves as well as what we think others owe us. Okay, I mean, don't we always come to a place of I should have, I've got to, man, I'm, I'm so bad because I didn't do this. Forgive us of those debts of what we think we owe ourselves and what we think we're supposed to do. And that will also allow us to forget those and those things we think other people owe us and what other people and th- what we think people are supposed to be doing for us. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. All right, and lead us not into temptation. Well, that's an obvious one. All right, help us not get caught up in things in life. And we're going to finish that prayer. I'm at the end of my hour. It went by so super fast. People, thank you so much for listening. This is Vincent Jenna in the Stop Stopping Yourself show. And join me next week. And we're going to talk about the song Hallelujah and answer your calls. Take care now and have a fabulous week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.